the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Today we should all be like Peter, James, and John. We should all be on our faces. If we could really see the radiance of our Savior, we could not bear it. We couldn't bear it. You know, there are times in the history of the church where he shows, he has shown himself in this radiance. And just to so, so that we understand the reality of this radiance, the importance of us to know and understand the fact that he is our God and he illumines everything around him to the point that Peter, James, and John, the three great disciples, were unable even to bear vision of him. They had to shield themselves from him. So we see this light, this, this incredible vision of God himself, a manifestation, a theophany of God right before the resurrection, right before the crucifixion, so that the disciples would know that God gave himself up voluntarily. Because no, they knew he was God, the Son of God at that time, and that when he gave up his life, that that was a voluntary death. So we see this beautiful picture uh, of Christ transfigured on Mount Tabor. Uh, many things uh, I think we can learn from this. The one is that... Uh, Jesus is truly the Son of God. He illumines himself in this way to show us that he is truly divine, the, of the same essence of the Father. This became a great argument in the church. Uh, St. Gregory Palamas argued that this, the light shone on Mount Tabor was uncreated light. Then Balaam argued that it was created light and that we only participate as Christian people in created light, not uncreated light, which is contrary to what St. Peter tells us, that we are partakers of divine nature. So the importance of this, the, the real key to this for us, is that we are partakers of this uncreated light that James, Peter, and John saw on Mount Tabor, and that light transforms us. That light on that day was exterior to them. After the resurrection and the coming of the Holy Spirit, that light was interior to them. And when we are baptized, beloved, we are, that light is in us. That is interior to us. There are some beautiful stories of old saints dying, and on their death they start to glow. Or ascending, and you see the glow of the saint. Because that light, that internal light, is being radiated forth for us to understand that this joy, this, this light that God is, is in us and that it transforms us, transfigures us. So I was kind of arguing with myself a bit today. Then if you're not changing, Father Nicholas, there's something wrong with you. And I lost the argument. There was something wrong with me if I'm not changing because that light is in me. That light has one objective, to transform you, to transfigure you. It has only one objective, to transfigure you, to transform you. 
We should be growing from glory to glory every day. Every day. Every day. Now, that, does, that doesn't mean that we don't sin and fall. In fact, it's interesting that as we progress in this light, we'll begin to see things in us that uh, we didn't see before that are quite ugly and bad, but we couldn't see them earlier. Now we can see them because why? We're closer to the light. There's more light. And in the more light, we see issues that are a part of us. Thank God, 10 years ago, God didn't show me all the stuff I know now about me. I don't think I could have survived. He had to show me little by little. Because the light begins to illumine us in that way, little by little, so that we can be transfigured, transformed in Christ. I want to encourage you. That this is what God is doing in you. He's doing this now. In this moment. That light is working in you to transform you. To transfigure you. Timmy. The light of God is working in you right now. Jenny, you too. All of you. Lisa and Noah back there. I see the light. The light is working in us. What a beautiful thing. It's at work. It's at work in us. So today, let us, let's rejoice in, in God revealing himself to us, but not only that, bringing that light to us, that we too would be transformed, transfigured into that image. And as St. Seraphim says, in that, living in that light, acquiring that spirit in us, we will save a thousand around us. Save yourself, save a thousand. That light, beloved, will transform the world. I remember this conversation the other day. We were, I was talking to Father John Braun, and uh, I needed to tell which John because it's like ten of them, you know, right? Father John Braun, and uh, we were talking about what really changes the world. What what changes the world? Holy people. The light of God in people changes the world. It's not a conversation. It's not a great argument. It's not a book. It's holy people have changed the world. When you look back on the history of the church, the great strides the church made were because holy people acted in a transfigured way in society, and it changed everything around them. It changed everything around them. You know, Mother Victoria, I'm going on, so I'll stop after this. Uh, I feel this urge to share a story. Mother Victoria said uh, years ago she was uh, on a trip to Alaska. And they had a day where they were going to go to, uh, uh, to Spruce Island, where St. Herman was. Fishing boat goes out and takes them. And then uh, th at the beginning of the day, and then the fishing boat was to come and get them at the end of the day and take them back. Well, they got there, but a storm arose, and they had to stay on the island for a week. There's provisions there, and there's actually people that live on the island, so they were kind of somewhat cared for. Mother said it was one of the most heavenly weeks she's ever spent because the presence of St. Herman was very real. You could feel holiness on that island. You could feel holiness on that island. 
That's 200 years. Holiness, just it just it sat there. And you've been around people like that. And that when they go out of a room, something in them, in them stays. Something in them stays. So, transfigured each of us. Holy people. Changes our own life, changes our families, changes everything around us. Glory to God and may his efforts in our lives be fruitful uh, and multiply. Amen.